Hello, fellow nerds, and welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers podcast, episode 81. We're recording on Wednesday, January 6th, 2021, a day that will go down in the history books, but not because of what we're talking about here. I'm one of your hosts, Chris. This week on the podcast, we'll be talking all about Nintendo and Epic's big acquisitions and our most anticipated games of 2021. Joining me today are some of my usual co-hosts, the one and only AJ ID. AJ, what's going on? Um, I'm having fun being a shark. That's what I'm doing. As a the, baby as the shark? world burns, do, I swim do. under the water. Oh, I was do, wondering if do. you were going to start with that, and do. you did. I just, it's like, I can't help it. And that was just the voice of the president of esports herself, Angie, Madam President. How's 2021 treating you? Decent so far. Decent. Right now, super full. I just downed a Big Mac. Yum. The Mac attack. Did you get the buy one, get one? Oh, yes, I did. (laughs) Awesome. I'm going to go and give you the lowdown. If you want to be a part of the conversation or you have a pressing question that you want us to weigh in on, you can reach us at MN Gamers Podcast on Twitter. If you do not use Twitter.com, and I do not blame you after the news day that is today, you can just shoot us an email the old-fashioned way to podcast at MostlyNormalGamers.com. That's also our website, MostlyNormalGamers.com. You can go check it out. Hopefully there will be some updates to it soon. You can also sign up for our newsletter there, Mostly Normal Monthly. It can be found at our website or at mngamers.substack.com. There will be a fresh edition of that coming out next Monday, so be sure to subscribe while you still can. Uh, Back issues can be found at mngamers.substack.com as well. With that being said, we're going to jump into some what we're playing. Angie. Tell me about what you're playing recently. I have been playing a lot of Breath of the Wild, and I just, I can't stop. I just can't. I understand the struggle. (laughs) Thank you, because I just, it's like, oh, I should probably put it down. But maybe after I get this done, and I'm just like going on a mission, I finish a mission. Oh, well, I'm just right here. I can finish this other mission. And so like, just go and go. It does such a good job of like having those infinite little carrots to distract you while you're doing the other thing Mm -hmm. and it reminds me of when like i think it was when i first played elder scrolls 4 oblivion and like you'd be walking around and i think they do this in the fallout games as well but like as you're looking up at your compass readout for like which direction you're going like a little like icon will slowly fade in and like pop in in those games. And I feel like it's not quite as like gamified as that in Zelda, but like there's always something catching your eye. Yeah, it's definitely not that, but there's also always those little things where it will just, that shines that little light right there where it's like, this is something, an item that you can pick up, whether it be food, an herb or like a random arrow somewhere. But I like finding those, but then also like when you're looking for that random stuff or you're not even looking, you just find it and then you find a random person. Like I ran up to the other day, I found a chick hug, looked like she was hugging a tree, but apparently she was just standing by a tree and Mm -hmm. she was like waiting for master Lanker with his sword. But since I don't have the sword, she's like, Oh, you're not him. Bye. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) I thought that was so funny. What? (laughs) 
is just like where you don't have the legendary sword like who are you oh okay i get it yeah you didn't have the sword yet what if no. you had the sword if i had I the sword i assume she would have swooned over me or something oh go back <laughs> i know i'm curious to see what she's gonna do after i have the sword because right now she just blew me off like i was yesterday's lunch so i'm like okay well fine <laughs> that's great you're basic yeah pretty much the legendary heroes only club <laughs> aj what have you been playing well i've been continuing on with my valhalla adventure that game is endless i, I finished like the main story arc and it feels like i've played like two whole games already and there's still two entire story well not entire but probably half of them um i have to kill like the entire order and go into like some dream worlds so there's like so much of that game left i'm all honestly overwhelmed with it at this point i'm gonna put it on the back burner for a little bit i will say though like the the main i call it the brother arc because it's really hard to pronounce the word that it's called and I don't have it in front of me also. Um, <laughs> good, that's good. Make up a yeah. new word for a word. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it. I will say that. 100% worth it. Game's beautiful. Story's great, but I'm not going to go too far into it. What I have been diving into a lot recently is Rocket League. And this is going to sound kind of funny, but... Because <laughs> I've played the game probably for like like 300 hours or something like that. Just like for fun a little bit of competitive you know with friends and and stuff but just within the last couple days i started to like learn how to play like actually try to learn how to play if that Mm. makes sense (laughs) so you were just (laughs) fucking around the first beginning part of it and now you're like maybe i should know these things well you know i mean you naturally learn how to play a game just by playing it long enough you know you learn like the rotations and stuff like that but like i had two teammates that like I know as friends that are like super, you know, tight, like not like strangers that you get mad at for making one mistake, which is yeah. an interesting psychology that we should look into because man, if a, if a random stranger makes like two bad plays, I'll get like unreasonably upset. But like if Gucci does it, I like don't care. I'm like, it's okay. We'll get up next time. So I got to learn how to like put that mentality towards strangers as well. Um, and I've been working on it. <laughs> I don't like get toxic in the chat or anything. I just like, like get triggered a little bit, like in my, like in my own personal head space. <laughs> this reminds me of a friend of mine who um, I would go like hang out at this friend's apartment and it was like shared by a bunch of my friends and he would be in his room playing Dota and yeah. like you would just steer, hear him screaming at the top of his lungs <laughs> in anger when his teammates were letting him down and, you know, Dude. using scare quotes for teammates letting him down because um, that's definitely a polite way of putting it. Right. But it's true. There's like something going on with the psychology of like, if it's your friend messing up, you can be like, dude, like we got to step up, but like, it's okay. And then any stranger, they're just dead to you immediately. I think part of it is in Rocket League, you don't have like chat. I mean, you have the the quick chat, but like you're not talking over microphones. So there's like a disconnect there. Like they're a little bit less human because you don't hear their voice, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and we're in a party with Gucci. Like if I yelled at him, he's not going to play games with me anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like different, different world. Um, and also when you yell at the TV, they can't hear you. So <laughs> this is true. Yeah. It's just it a healthy way to express your anger. But to get into actually like what I've been doing is I've been learning to fly. Oh, uh, <laughs> cue the music. And it's honestly, it was like one little trick that 
I wasn't doing that is super simple. Uh, and it's just like the double jump before you fly. It sounds dumb and simple, but like it gets you an extra like cars linked into the air before you start using your rocket fuel. And it's like, it's been kind of a game changer for me. Like I'm actually able to get up on those high balls now. Uh-huh. Yeah. And like just little tips to like, I don't know, like making sure one person just like waits a second at the kickoff so that you see where the ball goes versus like two people going at it at once. And it's like little tiny things that like we've been discovering and figuring out and like nuances. And I haven't quite um, been rising in rank yet. Cause we've been playing a lot of casual mm. um, cause we've been doing like, like I said, cause in casual you can like mess around and fly when I don't know, you're losing eight to four already anyway. So just do dumb stuff. <laughs> it's like a little practice arena. Yeah. And they have um, drills too. So like, if you want to do like aerial practice, you can like go into the practice and, there's like a little like ball launcher that like launches the ball up and you can hit it like over and over again because I don't know, some games you can go like go an entire game without getting like a good flying chance. I mean, not when you're getting in the higher levels, but I guess what I'm just trying to say is like the practice you get like over and over and over a chance to like fly at the ball. Whereas in the game you have to wait for your opportunity, you know? Yeah. It's really important to be able to do that. Cause like if the opportunity comes rarely, like you're not necessarily going to execute in the moment. Yeah, you and you might panic because you're like, oh, this is my chance. Mm -hmm. I got to try it. <laughs> it's like me with anything I try to do. <laughs> so yeah, I've been, I guess, learning how to play Rocket League after I've already got the platinum and everything. So I'm learning it though now. You, you platinumed it and now it's time to actually learn how to play the game. <laughs> yep. And then one other thing I wanted to comment on that I've been playing is Sackboy because this is slowly becoming like my favorite game that of the PS5 generation. I know it's cross generation, but of my PS5 so far because it's so easy to jump in and jump out with your friends and even like couch co-op. Like just the other day, Sarah and I played like a quick couple levels before dinner, like two levels and Gucci was on, so he just like hopped in and played them with us and hopped out cuz it's that easy. So like does it have like four player co-op? It does. And you know what you can do? We tested this. Because um, Gucci's girlfriend has an account, but not PS Plus. So, like, not the online multiplayer. But but she can join his game, and then we can join his game. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we can play four-player co-op with me and Sarah and him and his girlfriend without her even having an online account, which is pretty cool. That's super rad yeah and it's uh, super charming and the music is fantastic like there's a bruno mars level um you know Actually, the song like the, it's like the main song probably though i don't remember the words right now uptown funk no 24 karat golden i don't know i'd only know the words dang yeah du, 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 du. i don't even remember the words right now people will know what i'm talking about though because it's awesome and like every single puzzle and like platform and creatures like on the background like move with the beat oh wow that's cool yeah so like it's kind of like a platformer with the beat and a lot of different levels do that and there's such a variety there's like sliding levels and platforming levels and levels that like you know the screen moves and you have to stay in it like if you get too slow it'll catch up and you die <laughs> Oh, so. the level's name is Treble in Paradise, and it looks like it is Uptown Funk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Uptown Funk, you will. <laughs> yeah. 
it's so funny it's Man. great it makes me smile just thinking about it that's so cool yeah so Sackboy is awesome and that's all i'm gonna talk about i guess this week i thought you were a shark i know but i've only played like i learned how to swim and i got my first tiger shark okay so maybe i'll talk about that next week man eater just came out today for free on ps plus uh if you have playstation 5 oh interesting yeah isn't that a ps4 game though yeah but it had a ps5 update all right and they're giving away like quote unquote a ps5 game every month i see they're giving away one game per month well i shouldn't i always say giving away it's included in your ps plus subscription okay it's not a free game it's it's like the two Xbox games you get or whatever, but yeah, the games with gold, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Yep, Chris, how about you? What have you been playing? Looks like you've been shooting some demons. I <laughs> we uh, go from Sackboy to demons. <laughs> yeah, just the only thing that I've really been playing. I did quick shout out to Mario sixty four. I still am. I <laughs> finally picked it back up, and I think I got like six stars in Mario sixty four uh, in the last week or two. Um, and that game's really good, <laughs> but, yeah. um, a slightly less good 3d platformer is doom eternal. <laughs> um, Angie, how far did you make it into this game? Did you play much of it? I didn't get too far. Um, I think I, there's like different maps that you go to in the yeah. campaign, if that makes sense. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I think I've made it through like three or four maybe okay. five that's so, pretty pretty, pretty good beginning. chunk of the game but dang so there's like i was like following the the discourse around this game on <laughs> when it was being reviewed and stuff and um there were people like going off about this like one particular enemy type and being like oh my god like such and such enemy like i don't remember the name of it right now pardon me but um it just requires you to have like perfect spacing and then like you have to fight it for like a long ass time to kill it. Mm. And I finally ran into it and the game is so hard. <laughs> um, but I felt like I like finally hit my groove with it and I was like successfully using the like 16 different abilities they give you in this game. So I was like hitting the, f the correct flamethrower button finally and like firing off grenades at the right time and stuff. And I made it to the part of the game that's in like a lot of games now where they say, hold on, if you go any further, you cannot turn back. Which to me said, I'm going into the final level of the game. Do we all agree that that's usually what that says? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Yeah, or at least like a long time. I'm three levels deep into that part of the game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, I guess we're loading part two. And then I was like, and now here's part three. Um, so I, I'm, I feel like I'm really close to the end of Doom Eternal. I want to say like, I think the first level of the game is really, really good and does like puts a good foot forward. And then maybe like, I mean, my count is all off because I was counting backwards from the end of the game, but like the two levels or three levels that lead into the point of no return moment, I thought were really, really great. Um, there's some levels where you are like 
exploring earth without getting too spoilery um and i felt like the first of those when you like are back at that moment just like does a really amazing job of accelerating you through and like has the forward momentum that i felt like doom 2016 had that i think this game can lose sometimes when you start like needing to explore all over the place um but I just am worried that I'm like not going to beat the game because of how hard it's been. Mm. <laughs> um, but I, I might power through it. And it's amazing to me that this game is this hard on normal. Right. Yeah. You, you'll, you'll get through it, but to me, it just speaks as classic doom, how, how they create the games. This is what they do. Cause I've been playing just like the old school was it late eighties, early nineties series. Like, game oh you're playing like doom and like doom 2 yeah like early ones i've been playing those too like i bet like i had them on my pc and stuff but like it gets harder and harder and to make sure you get i like to make sure i get all the secrets i like to find the secret areas too which i like the mapping in doom eternal and how it looks it makes it really fun that's the 3d look of it and yeah i think Compared to like, I think like the last game that I was using a 3D map in was Jedi Fallen Order. And like this oh, yeah. map reads so much more clearly. It's um, nice. It shows you the areas like in green where you've been and in gray where you haven't been. Yes. And like it has like the list of all of the collectibles and stuff. It yep. feels really good to find those hidden areas in this game. Like, don't get me wrong. Um, it just the momentum disappears when you're like trying to like pull off a double jump dash combination to reach a thing <laughs> for like a, a number of minutes. Yeah. Um, and like, I don't know how to like resolve the tension between like this game is propulsive forward momentum <laughs> completely. And now it wants me to stop and like explore this whole open area of the map and find out how to get to this, you know, big question mark that you can see, but not reach, which is classic doom design, like all the way back to the first doom. You know, they would show you something that you don't know how to reach through a window that you can't go through or something. And then you're just incentivized <laughs> to search for it. And they do that in this game, like to this day in Doom Eternal yeah, too. Yeah. How far are you in like the original Doom right now? Um, That one, I I honestly have never beaten it ever. Okay. But so you like chip away at it. I get so close. I get so close. And then like, I get so upset that I'm like, I'm fucking done with you. And then. I come back later. All fine. <laughs> Go cry about it for a minute and then come back. <laughs> Dude, sometimes you need to do that with games. That happens with me with like boss fights. I'll like hit my head against the wall for an hour and then stop and then pick it up the next day and beat it on the first try. Yeah, it's insane how that happens. And like that actually happened with me with a, a stupid ogre in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I just could not for the life of me beat him. And I was like, I just have to beat him so I can go to bed. <laughs> but no, it didn't work out. So I went to bed and finally beat it the next day. Cause yeah, it was just like that. Freaking ogres. It was, that was me and beating bark at the moon and guitar hero one on expert. Oh, oh. that's yeah. That one's tough. <laughs> that I miss guitar hero. They should make a PS five guitar hero. Like they totally should like a anniversary or something. I, y'all need to hold me accountable and like the next time fusers on sale for close to half off just like 
just like keep DMing me and force me to buy Fuser. Hey, Fuser's on sale. Is it right now? No, I just said that because <laughs> I'm practicing. <laughs> I don't know. There was a tweet out like, oh, the first big Xbox sale of 2021. I was like, there's a well, chance. Maybe it is. I don't know. I didn't there's know. a chance. <laughs> just throw another game on the, f- the pile of stuff that I have to play through. So you're um, saying there's a chance. Speaking of the news that there's a Xbox sale, how about we jump in and do a little news segment here? What up? Um, I think this is the game that like keeps on giving because apparently like everyone who's been on this podcast <laughs> plays Luigi Mansion 3 at some point. Yeah. Um, but the first news story I want to talk about is Nintendo acquiring the developer of that game, Luigi's Mansion 3, uh, Next Level Games. Uh, this we're pulling from Jordan Alleman over at IGN. Um, Next Level Games has had like a really close relationship with them. Uh, with Nintendo for a long time. Uh, They worked on Super Mario Strikers, the soccer game (laughs) uh, way back in the day um, and made a number of like 3DS games, um, including the much maligned uh, Metroid Prime Federation Force, if you all remember that game. Um, But this is kind of a rare thing for Nintendo to like make an acquisition of any kind. Do you all have any thoughts about this? That was my thought. <laughs> it's it, it just seems like Nintendo doesn't really do this very often. So I think it's cool though. Um, I don't think I don't see anything bad about it at all. Maybe this means we'll get more Luigi. I kind of want like a Luigi focused platformer. That'd be kind of cool. I agree. I think. I mean, I love the Luigi's Mansion games, but I would like to see. May I mean, I think it would be rad to see if this studio got to like take on another character because it seems like i mean the punch out for the nintendo wii was another game they made and i think that was really well regarded as well um so i would love to see them get their hands on even like another character or they should totally do like a princess peach or a daisy situation um because i could that would be awesome for especially the switch just because then a lot of Younger female gamers might be more inclined to play if they see princesses and not trying to subject them to saying they only like princesses, but like, cause I was more on the side of Luigi or playing like blood and gore games when I was younger, but you never know. You got to get the princess representation out there. Look how much it did for Disney. I mean, you know? I mean, some, some girls like that kind of shit, so maybe it will some work Some guys out. like that kind of shit. True. I know Tim Geddes is all about the, the princess game. <laughs> Give yeah. Tim Geddes the Princess Jasmine of Peach and Daisy. Right, add a crown and shit, too. Like, put a little <laughs> like bejeweled crown in the, in the box. I, oh, yeah, I like the idea of getting, like, a Princess Peach Daisy, like, co-op game or something. Yeah, it'd be fun. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of potential in like that deep Mario roster. I would love to see them make a Waluigi game. I'm just going to put it oh, out there. Oh, that would be, yeah, that would be awesome because uh, Waluigi, he's a dick, but it'd make a great game. Yeah, he's the blood and gore of Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I like the way you put that, yeah. Um, he's also really funny looking. I love his, his like character model. <laughs> he's, oh my God, he touches my to- heart. 
Yeah, I used to, when I was younger and playing uh, the games that he was in, like Mario Party especially, um, like the random noises that he made, I always mimicked noises. <laughs> he, he has some of the best like ad libs. <laughs> They're good. I don't know. He delights me. And so I, I just, I feel like, you know, if it's the team that's making Luigi, like maybe they can sneak him into whatever Luigi Mansion for. I keep saying Luigi Mansion, Luigi's Mansion for, and make it about Waluigi. It's finally his time to shine. Um, speaking of acquisitions, I thought this was really funny. Um, Marie Delasandri over at GamesIndustry.biz uh, writes up Epic buying a mall to build their new headquarters. I absolutely love this. Me too. And I also feel like, with all due respect, Marie, you missed an opportunity to put mall rats in your headline here. I, I went for the young jock reference of um, <laughs> I'm going to they're going to meet you at the mall. It's going down. OK, <laughs> but um, it's going down <laughs> anywhere you meet an Epic Games employee. It's guaranteed to go down. Yeah. Um, so uh, in a past life, I worked in commercial real estate. And so they're they're buying it this mall is 980,000 square feet and 87 acres of land just imagine what you could do with all that stuff i bet you they are and i bet you it's going to be great dude are they going to build like an esports stadium on their campus if they don't and have like a rocket league esports so i don't want to like misquote the reality of this but there's like close to a million square feet of buildings on this lot and it's 87 acres. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So do we think that like my instinct is that they would just like redevelop it, but that's because I'm like a traditional real estate old head. And I have a hunch, like what if they go wild and they just like work in a revamped mall? (laughs) Like I would like the department stores are actually like the quality department, <laughs> like <Yeah>. the accounting department. <laughs> the big anchor tenants, like, well, this former Macy's is actually our new QA office. <laughs> um, I do and think you can like, still see like the like the the where they took the Macy's sign off the wall and like the sun, you know, bleached the. Oh yeah, it's got like the it. it still says <laughs> Macy's in the. <laughs> Oh my God. I could just see them being like season. So it, it looks like the plan is to have the new campus um, opened in 2024. So what, doing some quick math, is that like season six of Fortnite? I don't know how many they do in a year. I don't know what season it would be, but I, <laughs> I don't like, I don't care enough to keep track. To be honest. <laughs> but like, imagine how funny it would be if they moved into this mall campus and then like, launched a map that was inside a mall oh that'd be cool or at least have one of the regions in the fortnite map be like the mall that they moved into or something yeah that would be that would be that'd be smart of them honestly oh it would be rad if they like let people have tours by making like a my making their studio like campus something that's accessible through fortnite and just like go all the way full circle that's crazy to think about i gotta get on the direct line to the person who i know who works for epic and tell them this idea name drop i'm not gonna do it <laughs> just, <I'm> just kidding. 
the last story and uh i think the biggest story is it's 2021 and uh someone pulled a story from y'all i'm so bad at last names well, um, I mean, I just pulled that as a reference of games that are coming out this year. But like, I would love to run are. down this as as a story of like what what is actually coming out in 2021, oh, okay. supposedly. And so um, Riley Trepaner over at Game Rant um, has an article, 2021 Video Games Calendar, and it breaks it out by each month. Um, it only goes to June and then it has um, like rest of the year. I earlier was looking at Game Informer. And they released the same thing where it's January through June and they actually have released dates where it has like January 28th or February, whatever. Um, but then to be announced are the games that don't have a release date as of yet where they're probably like will come out fall 2021 or holiday 2021 or something. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool, cool. But anyways, anticipated games. Do you guys have any like that you're anticipating for this year that it's going to come out or just kind of whatever? I have a couple. I'm not sure how many of the games that I'm like really anticipating are actually 2021 games and how many will be planned for 2021 and just be delayed because COVID's still ongoing. And like, I think like COVID year is going to really impact games being released going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have, I have a top three that have been kind of my top three most anticipated for a really long time. Um, number one is Deathloop for the PlayStation Five, which is a 2022 game for me and my Xbox. Oh, you can come over and play it. Oh shit! I have a gaming PC now. Never mind. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. It's a console exclusive. I can play Deathloop. Look at you. Thank your friend. Oh my god! I'm gonna buy him a house one day. <laughs> Once this podcast makes us millions. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be because of our great Deathloop coverage. We'll finally make it in the big time. Um, but Deathloop uh, is is kind of my number one most anticipated game for 2021. I, I think it actually hits in 2021. I don't think it gets delayed out of this year. Um, I think it just has like a very like 70s grindhouse vibe that I don't feel like you see in a lot of video games. I, I feel like it like has an attitude and an energy that's not cookie cutter like 80s worshiping and like and or post-apocalyptic um and so i'm just like really excited for that game i have been since it was announced years ago um and then i don't think it actually will hit this year but breath of the wild 2 made it onto my list for a shout out i would love to be pleasantly surprised by that yeah that it's it I would say if it's going to come out at the very end of this year or early next year. And frankly, like I want them to take all the time in the world to make that game. They absolutely should. Because I feel like they're usually late anyways, but I think this is true. Yeah. We have to give them like the six month Nintendo delay. (laughs) Yeah. Buffer. (laughs) Yep. Um, But that's fine. I'm fine with it, especially, you know, because most of them that I've played so far, have actually been pretty awesome. So, well, they also do the thing where they're like, hey, this comes out tomorrow. They do. <laughs> and 2021 yeah. is like the way that last year was Mario's 35th anniversary. I think 2021 is Zelda's 35th. It is. 
And so I'm wondering if they'll do anything major around that. Oh, they should. I hope they do. It would just make things. They're going to re-put out some games that they didn't do anything to. And I will buy it. Yeah, I know. Me too. (laughs) God damn it. Any Zelda 35. 35 people navigating a Zelda dungeon. Oh my god. Oh, that'd be actually really fun. Uh, Like four swords, but turned up to 35. Um, The last game I'm really excited about is Hollow Knight Silksong. They just had a cover on Edge Magazine, and I need to get to a Barnes & Noble ASAP to buy that, because I don't think if I subscribe to the magazine, I will get that issue in the mail. (laughs) But I just can't be more excited for that game. (laughs) And I really want to read about it and know if it's coming out this year or not. I can't, I, you know, like I'm in hollow Knight's discord and like every so often I just look and see like, have they put out any news? <laughs> There's never any news. And then at the end of the year, they were like, we have a cover. <laughs> we have a cover story. Oh, that's and cool. I haven't read it yet. <laughs> um, but those are the, the three big ones. Um, Angie, how about you? What are you? most excited about this year so number one halo infinite number one i will wait for that game forever until it comes out um i just it looks so amazing and when they like released that they were have to delay the release of it i was like that's fine do what you need to do boo because i will get you when you come out i am really ready to like get lost in that game yes it's been long enough like since i had a new halo campaign I, I hope it's really good. I mean, I don't want another Halo 2 incident, but I think I hope it's really good. What did you think of Halo 5's single player? Well, wait, hold on. What's the Halo 2 incident? What am I, what did I... It's not great. Oh, it's wrong with Halo 2. It's my favorite one, but that's fine. <laughs> um, I didn't... That, Halo 3 was my favorite one. Well, same. But, um, I don't know. I just didn't like it as much as any of the other ones. Like, the, but when you have a series though of any game, there's going to be ones that are better than the other ones, and ones that just fall flat or just fall to the wayside. I guess, and I think that was just the one. Yeah, I um hit my head against Halo Five on Legendary single player because I'm bad at video games. I don't know if that's been made clear over the episodes of this podcast I'm on yet. But I'm really, really bad at games. <laughs> So I just like ground myself into a pulp against Halo 5 on Legendary. Um, and I beat it, but that was not a fun time. <laughs> um, but I like, I don't know. I just rewatched some of the footage of like the like grappling hook mechanics. And I think like just seeing that again made me more excited for the game again. Yeah, there's so many things that I'm excited about. It's, um, it's insane. I just want to live there i just want to live in there looks nice looks peaceful for the move to a halo (laughs) leave earth behind what else you got what else is exciting peaceful (laughs) the just the pictures where you're looking out at the pretty fields and shit nothing like just nothing else um (laughs) but when i was looking at the games that are like not anticipated necessarily because that's somebody's specific list but just the games are going to be released the other one i'm actually pretty excited about because i i like harry potter love the movies i was gonna ask you about this did it say 2021 for this one it did oh my god yeah so hogwarts legacy is what i'm talking about um that one i believe is on xbox but as well as pc and maybe even ps5 is that if i'm remembering correctly i think so 
yeah. So, oh, yep, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, uh, PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So, yeah, all the things. So that one should be awesome because you can, like, you go through this, like, put the sorting hat on your head, you go through all that business, and you, like, I'm assuming you'd go to all the classes, do all the things that, like, the kids did as, like, becoming a wizard or... Yeah, I heard that you can, like, kind of choose your route, like, whether or not you're going to focus on, um, like, the dark arts or... Mm -hmm. Uh, the plant, I forget what it's called when they're studying the, like, botany or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm super excited for that, too. I'm gonna put, I would have put that on mine, but I didn't know. Also, if I was gonna bet you, i say that doesn't come out in 2021. I, yeah, probably won't, but yeah. regardless, I think that would be a fun one when it does come out. For sure. I think that'd be great. Um, there, what else did I mention? Oh, the medium. This one, um... The medium is like a horror game. I am not like super into horror games, but this one looked actually pretty sweet. But this one is for the Xbox Series X and S, though, which I do not have. So I'll be watching a bunch of videos on it. They showed this in like the big Xbox Series X like showcase, right? Mm -hmm. This was one of like the big like exclusives they were excited about promoting. If I remember correctly, that's what it was. Yeah. This is the one where it's like you're existing in two different worlds at once, right? And it's like uh, seamlessly transitioning between like a spirit and real life, quote unquote. Yeah. Right? Yeah, like dual reality. I thought like this game looks so cool and I also don't usually do survival horror or like horror mm -hmm. stuff, but like this might be one that gets my attention, especially I think it just comes to Game Pass, right? I'm I'm not sure if it does, but I would I would hope so because that'd be freaking sweet. But even so, Xbox Series X or S, which I do not have, unfortunately, one of these days. Um, I'm like on, just to bucks. clarify that I'm on the Xbox website for mm -hmm. the medium, and it has a big Game Pass logo underneath it. So Ooh, coming sweet. day one to Game Pass. Dope. So does that wait? Hold on. So does that mean if I have an Xbox One X? I can play that. It says platforms Series X and S and Windows 10 PCs. Okay, so that's on Game Pass then. That confuses me. It's like different you Game Pass. You can get a Game Pass for PC, but also Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but no, that one should be fun. Is this the first Xbox Series X or S exclusive game ever? Like in terms of like consoles? Oh, I don't know. I'm sure there was probably other ones before this one, but I mean, I'm not positive on that one. Interesting. I feel like I, ha as the as the person with the Series X on the crew, I feel like I have to report on it. Yeah, you really do. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, Hitman Three is another big one that's going to be coming out for the Series X. And that's not exclusive, but that one's gonna, that one's a big one too, though. Oh yeah, I saw you put Returnal on there. That looks good too. Yes, Returnal looks dope. Yeah. Yep, and Returnal, um, that one is only the for the PS5, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, I've watched the trailer a bunch of times in the PS Store, and it, it, it's pretty cool. I, I'm scared of it, so I probably won't play it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, this one's another horror one that actually, I'm not, again, not a horror video game type of person, but this one uh, caught my attention just because it just sounded, when I was reading up on it, it sounded really awesome. Science fiction, psychological horror. And it's a roguelike, right? Yeah. Yep. Two great tastes that taste great together. 
<laughs> um, that's Housemark's new game, right? Yes. Yep. Dang. It cool. is. If that game plays like half as good as their other games, it's going to be amazing. Right on. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Battlefield 6 is another one. I played uh, Battlefield 5 a lot with uh, Old Roommate, and so probably do some Battlefield 6 when that one comes out, too. Is that always set in like World War Two or whatever? I was just wondering. Wasn't Battlefield 2 like a modern war game? I'm pulling it up. Battlefield 1942. Battlefield Vietnam. Yeah. Battlefield 2, modern combat. Yeah. And then there was Battlefield 2142. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. (laughs) That one did not review well. You're taking me back to high school when my friends were obsessed with Battlefield 2, and then that came out and nobody played it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Good times. Cool. Anything else for Angie's most anticipated? Oh, uh, Little Nightmares 2. Um, I'm just, I'm only excited about this for my, for my niece because she played the first one and she was so, when it, the first one came out, she was so excited about it. I think I got it for her for Christmas and she was so happy, but my brother was How like, How old is your niece? You, uh, she just turned 16. Okay. So when the other one came out, I think she was like 14 or something. That makes me feel better because I got stuck playing little nightmares and i thought you were gonna tell me she was like six and like (laughs) (laughs) beat the game (laughs) no she she's a really good drawer and she was very fascinated by the graphics of this game and she also likes dark and demonic shit so she's like oh i really want to play this this game and my brother told me he's like angela please do not get her this game it's (laughs) not good for her to play i did it anyways there's nothing wrong with little nightmares no i didn't think so it's I thought it was fun and it's cute. So this one, I'm kind of curious to see if she's going to be excited about it or, or what, and I might get it for. Do it. it it's awesome. It's an awesome game. I should go back and finish it. I just got to Google where I where I'm stuck, how to get out of it. <laughs> got to Google where you're stuck. Yeah. Well, I have a bunch of anticipated games too. I'm not going to spend too much time on any of them because I pick so many. But uh, my number one is Sports Story, which actually doesn't even have a release date. Uh, I just. It was supposed to come out mid-2020, then was delayed, and now it just says to be announced. So I'm just like fingers crossed that it's going to be 2021. But I think um, it is the sequel to Golf Story, and I think Golf Story took like five years to develop, um, which is crazy because it's not the most like graphically like in whatever, you know, challenging game. But it definitely paid off because it's like one of my favorite games ever. So I'm willing to wait, but Sports Story is just like Golf Story... I guess on performance enhancing drugs, <laughs> it's like a- adding um, tennis and other golf games and also frisbee golf and stuff like that. So I think it's worth the wait. It's going to be a lot more intensive, I think. Uh, but I'm excited for Sports Story. I would love to see how they make frisbee golf specifically, like disc golf, get into a game mechanic like that. It was actually in the first one. Oh, really? Yeah. So like you throw it. And you can kind of, like, steer the disc while it's flying. Nice. So, like, yeah, you'll, like, throw it down the hole and then just, like, hit left and right on the D-pad to, like, control its arc, I guess, or, like, its curve. Are you a Frisbee golfer? I've gone twice. Oh, okay, cool. 
Yeah. I know. I just <laughs> was wondering because Minnesota and Wisconsin have like seven of the top ten frisbee golf courses in like America. So I was wondering. Yeah. Is ultimate a big sport up in Minnesota? Yeah, it's huge. We have a team called uh, like the the ice or something like that. I Do they ever play the radicals? Probably. <laughs> Anyways, weird Midwest yeah. sports. What am I talking about? Oh yeah. Mostly anticipated games. Uh, the next one looks really cool. Uh, it's called riders Republic. Oh, we watched that trailer together when we were Dude. recording, right? Yeah. It looks so good. Um, it's like 50 people at once going down a hill and there's different ones. There's like snowboarding and biking and dirt biking and I'm super excited about it. It's I think it's going to be uh, – it looks like it's going to be just a blast. I can't wait to, you know, run down the hill with all my friends. And, like, I'm sure there's going to be time trials, you know, like Sackboy where it pops up and it's like, so-and-so beat your time. So I'm looking forward to that. What else am I looking forward to? Oh, yeah, Monster Hunter Rise. Um, I'm interested to see if it has, like, all of the, like, what do they call ease of life? quality of life i'm wondering if it has all the quality of life updates that monster hunter world had but it's on switch now because i tried playing one of the older monster hunter games on switch and it was fun but it just was way harder like you had to like build a net every time to catch bugs Hmm. whereas like in monster hunter world you just have a net and stuff like that that might be the one if it like really pulls all of the world life like quality of life stuff in that might be the one to get me yeah, it's perfect for Switch too cuz Monster Hunter is a game that you can just play forever. Like I honestly I think I have like 550 hours into Monster Hunter World and Iceborne combined. I love that game. And then let's see. The next one is coming out on well, I guess it's I'm excited for it on Switch, but it's called 12 Minutes and it's an adventure game where it all takes place in like a one bedroom apartment um where this man's wife gets murdered and then he ends up getting killed and like the whole point of the game is to like solve the crime like before it happens and like everything that you do in the 12 minutes it's called 12 minutes because you only have 12 minutes to play each round and everything you do in that 12 minutes uh carries over to the next 12 minutes oh wow yeah so i think it's going to be really cool um and then also just like the voice acting cast of this game is insane. It has James McAvery. Is that how you say his name? James McAvoy? James McAvoy. Yeah, it has James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and William Defoe as the voice actors for this game. I'd go see that movie. Yeah, right? So I, I think I'm totally going to get this game. I can't imagine it's it's going to be that spendy, too, because it's like an indie game. With like, Is it an indie game if you have those voice actors? I don't know. <laughs> It's a, what is it? Double A? Yeah. Yeah. It's double A. So, um, so I want to throw out three more and just, Oh wait, hold on. I got my last one. What's your last it's, one? It's actually my most anticipated and it's Gran Turismo seven. Really? Yeah. I've been all about racing games pretty much my whole life, but I kind of fell off of them for the last few years and Gran Turismo six didn't get the best reviews. So I never picked it up, but um, yeah, I can't wait. Me and Gucci are going to like start a racing team and, share um what do you call it like your the settings for your tires and and like your wings and all that stuff (laughs) oh rad yeah you're gonna share your sliders basically yeah we're gonna share our sliders (laughs) but the sliders will be like how many degrees are our rear wing is is angled (laughs) so man 
I haven't been into uh, like a racing game since on a GameCube. I think it was playing Need for Speed. Ooh, ooh, which one? Man, I was Do trying you remember? to. No, I was trying to see if I could figure it Most out. Wanted? We did a lot of yep, Need for wanted. Speed Underground one. one and two on the GameCube when I was back in the day for me. It was oh, yeah. Most Wanted. I remember. Most Wanted. Yeah. I think um. They put out like a most wanted version back on like the 362. Or maybe it was Xbox One. Anyways, I haven't played a Need for Speed game in a minute. A bunch of those are on Game Pass through EA. I'll have to check that out because I wanted to like, I'm not super into racing games, but some of them, some of them are actually good enough where I'm like, okay. Have you ever played Burnout Paradise, Angie? (laughs) No. Oh, they remade it. Oh, they did? It's on Switch. And do you have Game Pass? You have Game Pass, right? Yeah, yeah. I think you can play it through EA Play on Game Pass. Oh, shit. Okay. And I think it's the remaster. Right on. (laughs) Anyways, the three that I want to throw out. One is kind of like a low-key, just want to get it out there. Gotham Knights supposedly comes out. Oh, yeah, that looks cool. I just don't need another multiplayer open world live service game i hope that it has like a solid through line for the multi for like single player like i just want a solid story out of that game that's all that it needs to do for me and i'm a little worried about it because they're pushing the multiplayer aspect but then i have two games that i want to ask you know take a raise of hands (laughs) do you think these games are actually coming out this year horizon forbidden wilds Forbidden West. Oh, I don't know the name of the game. You're wondering if we feel that it's going to come out? Yeah, I'm curious. I don't know. I haven't heard anything about this game, but uh, after looking it up, it um, means it's set to be released in 2021 for the PS4 and 5, but it's a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn. Never played these games, but the names just sound awesome. Hmm. I I don't know. I feel like it's been long enough, especially since it's on PS4 and PS5, that it like could reasonably come out this year. At least like holiday 2020 or something. I'm yeah. I'm leaning towards yes on this one because I think it's been in development for like a lot longer than I think it's been in development for longer than like since God of War came out. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like a few and then, years. Speaking like, of yeah. God of War. I knew that I knew that that was going to be the next one. So. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you think God of War Ragnarok hits twenty twenty one? No, no, I don't. I think I think Horizon will maybe because of the length of time it's been developing. I do not think God of War will. I don't. I honestly, if they're not ready, I hope they don't release it right away. Just yeah. because. I mean, I don't like if you you already have a series. It's like a series, you know like any good series you usually want to make it a good one or one at least one of them so i hope they just don't release it too soon i trust cory Bar- barlog there you go cool well on that note should we move to our mostly normal question what which, is that oh uh, I- it was provided by you angie do you want <laughs> to read it for us <laughs> <laughs> i didn't know that was the question because i didn't scroll down that's what oh, happens yeah. uh do you listen to music while playing games chris what do you think? It definitely depends on the game. Yeah. 
Um, so an example of a time I would definitely be listening to music is if I'm not, if I'm playing a multiplayer game online, but not in chat with friends, I will play music to get me pumped up. Um, I think like some like good energizing rap music or like even some electronic music like helps me like get in the zone in a first person shooter in a way that really is helpful for me. And then like, if I'm playing a portable RPG, oftentimes I'll just play those with the sound off if I'm grinding or if I'm like doing like public transit stuff or like, you know, out and about playing it like on a break at work, I won't put headphones in. I'll just sit and like have the sound off. Um, and in situations like that, especially if I'm just grinding levels in an RPG, I will put on like a podcast or music or like anything else to listen to than the repeating battle music and sound effects. What about you, AJ? Yeah, so Angie, you posted this on Twitter and I saw that you had some replies uh, from some listeners as well. Um, oh, yeah. Alex at Bebop underscore Fox says, not really, uh, but depending on the game, I might have YouTube or Netflix playing on my computer, which I thought was interesting that he watches shows. Yeah, that's like a whole he... other sk- another <laughs> yeah. escalation. Yeah. MN Esports, they're at Esports underscore MN, say, as long as it's not sound reliant, that or YouTube videos in the background. So it seems like there's a little bit of a common theme where some people are watching videos while they're playing their games, which is insane to me. Yeah, that, it's interesting when I like when I did read a couple of them. I was like, wait, you watch things or yeah. that's weird. But um, I was just curious, a random thought. But yeah, because I played the only time I, that I can remember I was listening to music when I was playing games when I was playing Counter Strike on the original Xbox Ooh. and listening to Tech Nine the oh, entire yeah. time. Tech Nine. It, what, it was what's awesome. His, uh, what's this drink? 151 Rome. Caribou. Yeah, Caribou. <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, yeah. If you want alcohol poisoning, listen to Tech Nine. <laughs> yeah, that that's a dangerous drink, to tell you that much. But um, I, I was specifically listening to Absolute Power, and he did not have that song yet. But I'm sure he's probably still drinking him at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I came late to the Tech Nine game. Um, oh, we got one more werewolf of Stormwind. Uh, honestly, I just wanted to say that on the on the podcast. <laughs> Says I used to, but I think the music in a game is helpful to the overall mood. However, every time I listen to System of a Down's Toxicity, mm-hmm. I do tend to have fond memories of Shining Force. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's something that I wanted to comment on because whenever I hear this certain. Um, Wall, I think it's the Wallflower song. I think of playing Dirt Rally from like 1995, like this rally cross game that I had. Like it just every time I hear that song, I imagine like this certain part of a track. I must have like had to been like really intensely focused at that moment or something. So I just thought that that is, is interesting that, you know, music could bring up memories of games. For me, it's this one rap album that uh, the producer Flying Lotus put out under the moniker Captain Murphy back in the day and Halo 4 multiplayer. Ah. Intrinsically tied to one another. Yep. yep. Why is it always, it seems to be for, for most people, either rap or rock? I love it, though. I think Either if it's way. like a multiplayer game, I 
it needs to be something that like helps build aggression, aggression. Like you mm. can't be chill, true. you know, true that listen to Bach while you're trying to kill people. You said something about first person shooters, like model, like modern warfare that I couldn't do that because you can hear the footsteps. Oh yeah. So wearing a headset, you could hear the footsteps behind you and turn around and get them sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah, probably don't listen to music then. You've just figured out why I'm bad at games. Angie, how about you? As of late, I don't play or I don't listen to um, music when I'm playing my game just because I'm just so into the game. Anything else, any other noise, I'm like, shut up, I'm trying to play this. But no. <laughs> shut up, Rupert. I'll feed you tomorrow. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, that's the funny thing. Like he, If he is super hungry, he'll just sit by his dish and he'll just start to whine very softly. Uh, but no, if he really wants to play, he'll bark at you and, and just give me attention is what he looks like all the time <laughs> dude that's better cc bites oh, like no. pay attention to me chomp chomp <laughs> naughty rescue dogs well that's gonna do it for the show this week thank you to all of our listeners for joining us angie would you let our fine followers know where to tune into what you're up to on the internet for show when I actually do stuff. It's uh, at Stellar Smalls on Twitter and Instagram. Nice. AJ, how about you? I am at AJ underscore ID. That's E-I-D-E. Give me a follow. You can follow my account on Twitter at VG Occasion. I'm a little bit more online right now. Uh, and then <laughs> once again, if you want to contribute to the content, you can. You can send us an email to podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Follow our Twitter account at MNGamersPodcast. Sign up for our newsletter at mngamers.substack.com. Again, that's going to drop on Monday, so please sign up if you want to catch it. And then uh, please, 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 on the podcatcher of your choice, leave us a five-star review rating. It really helps get the word out about our wonderful little show here. Do it. Um, that's going to do it for this week. Everybody, please go play games and have a good one. Bye. 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 Bye.